0: Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Deeper Daily Podcast, the DDP for short. I'm Paul White, and it is the 29th day of April. It is Natasha's birthday. Happy birthday to the love of my life, a faithful DDP listener. And uh, we will be celebrating her birthday. Actually, Natasha and I are celebrating her birthday and my birthday this weekend together because I'm in May, she's in April, but our May is crazy. We're gone a lot, We've got multiple graduations, I'm back on the road, uh, etc. Anyway, so we took this week and we were spending a few days in our old stomping grounds of St. Louis, Missouri, just enjoying ourselves and going to some Cardinal baseball and hitting a few of our favorite restaurants and just a few days for ourselves. And we are excited about that trip, but I want to honor her today with a happy birthday and hope that her day is spectacular, and I'm going to do everything I can to make it that way. Um, she is so vital to what we do here in, in, as far as the ministry is concerned. Of course, uh, the vitality of her to me in my own personal life can't even be measured. But on a ministry basis, um, so much of what I'm able to do or who I am is because of who she is to me, and, and I just want to honor that. Let's get into the final chapter today of our journey through the book of Genesis. This is an appropriate stopping point because we are at the 50th chapter. There are 50 chapters in Genesis. We are at the last regular podcast for the month of April because tomorrow will be the essay edition, which is... Um, you know, something that we do on the final day of every month. And then Sunday, May the 1st, we start the book of First Timothy. Okay. Jacob dies at the end of the 49th chapter of Genesis. Um, he has blessed the 12 tribes of Israel. He's blessed his grandsons. He gave the blessing, the text says, each with the blessing suitable to him. So it was a blessing that he spoke over them in regards to what they would be, but a, but a, as a result of what they are, um, he dies. He requests that Joseph take him back to the family plot. Joseph receives permission in the early verses of chapter 50 from Pharaoh to do exactly that. So the family of Jacob all take him out and bury him in the land of his fathers, uh, that, that field that Abraham brought to the east of Mamre. And then they come back to Egypt. There's this moment beginning in the fifteenth verse of Genesis 50 when Joseph's brothers have this realization that dad's dead, so maybe it'll be that Joseph is now gonna pay us back. Now that and this is actually it's a it's a it's a thought that makes sense because his brothers who sold him into slavery know that the fragility of their relationship has hinged on Joseph's love and respect for his father and and Jacob's love and respect for Joseph. Now that Jacob's gone, now that that sort of intermediary, that purpose for peace is gone, what happens if Joseph decides, okay, I'm going to get back at these guys because he's got all the power. And so they send a message to Joseph and they say the father gave them this command, please forgive the transgression of your brothers and their sin because they did evil to you. What we don't know is if Jacob actually did this. Um, but it, that's really neither here nor there because, I, I, well, it, maybe it's not. Let me. I'm getting ahead of myself. Let's say it this way. Joseph forgives them. He's been not just acting like he forgives them. He's literally forgiven them. And when they come to him, he says, hey, don't fear. What you meant for evil, God meant for good. Uh, Don't fear. I'm going to provide for you. I'm going to provide for your little ones. And and then it says in verse 21, he comforted them and spoke kindly to them. And so it leaves me with this thought that maybe they were honest. Maybe they weren't. It didn't matter. Forgiveness is on God's part, not on your qualifications for forgiveness. So they might have made the whole story up like, oh, Jacob said we should ask for your forgiveness Maybe Jacob didn't say that. Joseph didn't know. Maybe you go to God and you try to earn your forgiveness. Maybe you go to God and you're less than honest about who you are. Maybe you go to God and you think you should be forgiven because you've done the right thing. Whatever. Forgiveness is on God's part, not yours. All you do is receive it. And so Joseph plays the role of the future Savior once again. In that he gives forgiveness to a group of guys that, let's be honest, they don't deserve it. I mean, what? (laughs) But they're a lot like us. I want to think I'm Joseph, you know, and I'm forgiving to people. But the truth is, I'm probably more Jacob's kids. I'm the other guys. I'm the one that doesn't deserve it. And I get it because, well, God's not forgiving Paul White based upon Paul White. That's for sure. He's forgiving because he's God and he's loving and because of Jesus and his goodness and his sacrifice on the cross. And so we land at the death of Joseph, who lives in Egypt until he's 110. He sees Ephraim's children make it to the third generation and... He tells his brothers, I'm going to die, but God's going to visit you and bring you up out of this land. And here comes the first time we get this phrase in the Bible. The land that he swore to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. And this is the first time that the three patriarchs are mentioned together. And he asks them to carry up my bones. And one final thing. This this book ends with them carrying an embalmed Joseph in a coffin in Egypt and the the Hebrew word used there for coffin is a word that gets used for a less for a word that we don't often think of but it gets used at ark of the covenant ark of the covenant same word as coffin in Egypt so you could say the ark of the covenant becomes a coffin for whatever's inside of it. And this is our first hint of this. This is the first coffin usage, by the way, in Hebrew, as you close the book of Genesis. It's interesting that we're putting him in a coffin and then going into the Exodus, the release. Christ goes into a quote unquote coffin and then has an Exodus out of the tomb. So it's a kind of a fascinating little transition that moves into the book of Exodus. We, however, are not going to make that fascinating little transition into the book of Exodus. Instead, we are going to begin a study uh, I'm very excited about on the little New Testament book of First Timothy. And I will give you the backdrop and, the, and we'll do the workup and all that good stuff starting on Sunday. It's going to be very exciting. Tomorrow will be essay edition. Tune in. See you then. God bless.